this is Jeff Bond, and welcome to the Chat with Leaders podcast, where we amplify the voices of today's best examples of leaders who use their influence as a force for good. Today, we'll guide you on a chat with Dean Fusto, the president and head of Brandon Hall School, an international boarding and day school serving students in grades 6 through 12. Dean's career spans nearly three decades as an educational leader, and we talk about the importance of teaching kids what they can accomplish through social entrepreneurship, leadership, scholarship, and service in their community. I'm joined with my co-host, Chris LeFay today. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. Tell me a little bit about what resonated with you in this conversation with Dean. It actually brought me back to another podcast interview that we did last year with Rod Hames out of Gwinnett County. Remarkable educator himself as well. But it just reminded me of really that putting that focus on entrepreneurship and leadership in kids that young, especially like in middle school specifically is a lot of where my experience comes from. And just seeing how that compounds year over year and watching that growth Mm -hmm. by really injecting that service heart and that leadership aspect and what really comes from being an entrepreneur at such an early age. And so it was really cool to kind of see some of the through lines between what Dean is doing over at Brandon Hall School and also kind of, you know, mentally comparing that against what's happening in some public schools here around Gwinnett. So if y'all like everything that you hear, we'd be super grateful if you subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts and shared this inspiration with a friend. And so now I'll kick it back over to Jeff for his chat with Dean Fusto. Welcome to Chat Leaders, Dean. Hello. Thank you so much, Jeff. Love your show. And I appreciate you uh, inviting me to be on. Well, it's such a privilege to have you here, Dean. I, I've been really blessed to get to know you. And I think that the way that you have a passion for students and leadership and scholarship and, you know, really important issues over teaching the next generation of leaders and, and the vigor in which you really approach that is, is just truly inspirational. So it, it's really uh, an honor to have you on the show, Dean. Well, likewise, and I'm looking forward to this conversation and future ones. Well, I know that we were going to unpack the theme today of youth leadership, scholarship, and service, which really is the mission of Brandon Hall School that you set out for and that you embody every single day with your students. So the first question I had, Dean, was why did becoming an educational leader in the first place resonate with you when you first started this career journey nearly three decades ago? I reflected on this a little bit. I really think there are three factors for me, and the first one starts with my family and my parents. They were entrepreneurs before the word was in fashion. They had a dream and took a really small little business in St. Augustine and grew it into a little mini empire restaurant business. But more important than the business was the love and the passion they brought to that workplace every day, no matter what the challenge was. And they were big ones. There are lean times in that restaurant business when you're doing it for 40 years, right? So being able to work in that environment as the baby of three really grow up in it and just kind of understand that sacrifice they were making for their kids paired with a love for what they did. So that was the first. And then I think second is just being fortunate enough throughout my life to have people who pushed and prodded and saw something in me that they wanted to bring out. They wanted to encourage. So because of those moments, those are, those all kind of just piled up inside of you, you know, and you're appreciative for them in the moment, but then you want to at some point, hopefully give it back. So that's really what it's about for me. All of that stored up bank reservoir of inspiration. And as I said, prodding from others, mentors, coaches, time to give that back. And that's kind of when I made that pivot 
to marry that feeling and also just being kind of either called or driven to serve from the time I was young. My mom was a model there too in the community. So many organizations she helped with and had a real can-do type of mindset. So it was those three pieces for me, Jeff. That's amazing. Yeah, we've had a lot of conversations on this show about the importance of generational impact and the influence that we have as a force for good. And that starts at home. It starts with our kids. It starts in our community. It starts within our sphere of influence, within our workplace. And it just has such an impact. We are temporary citizens on this earth, as I like to remind people, and that we need to leave it in the hands of capable leaders who can bring it into a better place than where we found it. And I think our parents and our grandmothers have all taught us those kind of principles. And it's just amazing always to hear those stories of how parents and role models and mentors uh, very early on in our lives can be instrumental in leading us into this opportunity to use our influence. Uh, in you know, that Jeff, way. 40 years ago, there was one little event. It was less than a minute long with my mom and the restaurant. I'll just briefly tell it because here I am 40 years later recounting it. That's how much it stuck with me. But to really emphasize that point, the generational leadership and the family piece, in my mom's restaurant, Thanksgiving Day, she's got all her friends there, 20, 30 people. It's a big feast, right? I'm at the kids' table. And I look out the window across the street. There is a man literally in the dumpster just, you know, searching for food, looking for something to eat, right? And I go to my mom, I pull her from the table, take her into the kitchen, say, mom, this isn't right. How could this be? We have got all these people. We're eating this Italian feast. You know, there's a guy out there. And all she did was look at me and say, Dean, you know where the to-go boxes are. You work at this restaurant. You grew up here. Go fill up as many boxes as you want. Bring it to him. Wow. That was it. That's that's amazing. I think it's important not only that we show that example and that we keep our professional and family lives and how we serve both kind of worlds separately, but invite our children into that journey of how can you physically serve and tangibly feel the impact and, and empowering them to do so so that when they do get to that age where they're shipping out into the world, they know exactly whose they are, who they are, their capabilities, how they can serve, and what a wonderful uh, reflection and story. Next Thanks. question I have for you was kind of as you progress through your experience, and you've been in education for quite some time, and and you came into Brandon Hall School here in Atlanta, which, by the way, is an amazing school. It's like a Harry Potter scene yeah. when, you, when you roll up to the castle and you got the, the river, and it's just yeah, gorgeous. It's beautiful. What have been some of the greatest problems over the years that you've seen as an area of opportunity for change in youth education? It is about year 30 for me, hard to believe. And I really got focused on mission statements. There was a study done a few years back where they, I forget the term, they did an analysis of the words that most frequently appear in mission statements. And across 4,000 schools, it's the same words over and over. And I think what's beautiful about that is they're aspirational. What's unfortunate about them is if they're just about selling a school, they really have no meaning. So trying to find those ways in education where it becomes real, a to-go box moment that I just share with you, right? Something true. Don't just talk about diversity, but be a diverse school across all different kinds of how you define that. Don't just talk about being a school that prepares people to be global citizens or service. Have real ways where that's happening. So I think for me, a big piece that has stayed with me throughout my career has been what are the ways 
that we can make aspirations real? What are the ways we can take those mission statement words and put them into practice so that kids do have that opportunity day in and day out? Whether they take it or not, that's a different story. But the opportunities are there. I can certainly say that about Brandon Hall and what we're trying to create here for our kids. Well, you know, Dean, that's such an important point to hone in on because that's the biggest disconnect, I think, in a lot of corporations as well is when you get out there and you go out on a leadership retreat, you come back and you arrive at a set of values and purpose, mission, and you put it up on the wall. And now all of a sudden, this is what you you stand for, but it's not properly casted. It's not ingrained within the culture of the organization. And I've always thought culture is a word that needs to be reclaimed and and better defined. But if you were to break it down, it's really shared beliefs and values and, and how you live them out, how you represent that every day within your organization, whether it's a school, a company, an organization, your family. It's so important to be intentional about that. We are going to take a quick break for this message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by InspireEDU, a nonprofit organization putting technology devices into the hands of Atlanta's underserved communities. The need for technology devices has accelerated due to the pandemic, and InspireEDU makes a positive difference helping marginalized learners. Through its partners and supporters like you, InspireEDU helps learners become 21st century scholars. Learn how you can support their mission at iuatl.org. And now back to our chat. It kind of leads me to another thing I was thinking about is your mission of leadership, scholarship, and service as your three-pronged focus of, of your mission at Brandon Hall School. So tell me how you arrived at that mission. Yeah, they really embody all the pieces of education, life that I love. And I think they just dance together beautifully. So on the leadership front, it's not necessarily preparing someone to be a CEO or a president or a politician or something like that, right? Because those are just positions. It's about giving people the skills and again, the ways to practice. So leadership being a core tenant of a school, what are the ways that students every day at least have opportunities to practice that leadership, Mm -hmm. whether it's finding their voice, owning an idea, coming up against something that's hard that they wanted to try and and maybe failed, you know, but being there to push them forward. That's the leadership piece. And scholarship, that again, is not about being a 4.0 A plus student, right? That's about, for me, finding those areas in life, in academia that you absolutely love. And being willing to study them at such a depth that you, you know, you kind of inspire others by it. It's like, what is your area of scholarship? So again, the 4.0s are wonderful. I'm not disparaging that. I'm just saying it's more than that, right? That's what I'm getting at with scholarship. And then service is pretty self-evident. It's, again, making that concept real. So at, at Brandon Hall, at least, we've got about 20 different partners in the community. And we try to build relationships. So not just drive-by service, a one-time thing, but we try to build relationships, even with our international trips to Bermuda, Bahamas, and some other places. Those are based on longer-term connections we've had to people there, students there as well. So those are the three pieces that kind of, again, dance together beautifully. Uh, and I love that. I was going to say that analogy of dancing together yeah. and thinking about the three-pronged approach and how right. so interconnected they are. People think of concentric circles or dancing is a wonderful analogy. And just thinking about 
just how that blends together and how one feeds each other and are kind of intrinsically tied together and how that really impacts your students and the opportunities to, to see the world in that light and, and empower them in a way that they now understand that they have significance, that they really can make a difference out in the world as they move on to that next chapter of life. And I think you're doing some amazing and very innovative things within the education space, by the way. And it's a, it's a wonderful mission here in Atlanta. Uh, so given all the complicated societal and environmental issues that we've been facing through the pandemic and just 2020 and just keeps going, what has been your greatest area of focus when it comes to shepherding your team, all your educators within Brandon Hall, to equip and prepare these students for all the real world challenges that they're being thrusted into? Yeah, I just wrote a piece last night on empowerment for a magazine. And thinking about that, when we use words like that in a school amongst the faculty, amongst the team, right, what does that really mean at the student level? And again, for me, it's always about breaking it down to its smallest parts and making it real. So the notion of empowering a student is not just giving power away. There's got to be a piece where it's earned. There's got to be a piece where, you know, even with student voice, so important, but you also have to, to own what it is you're voicing and believe in it and have some kind of purpose behind it. So I think trying to make that part of the culture of a school, you know, and continuing to have that resonate is really important to me as a concept and as a practice. That word has a lot of power in it, empowerment. It really does. And I love the the focus on purpose as well, because I think even a lot of adults, professionals, people that are later stage in their lives even are trying to evaluate their own individual purpose and how to apply that into the world. What is the significance of my existence? And let's call it an existential crisis at times that we face in our lives where we, where we kind of grapple and we wrestle with that. But to really teach the kids early in their journey to explore and to really identify that and, and empower them to understand how to take those unique gifts and talents out into the world to fulfill and to actualize the things that will make a difference and fulfill that purpose. We spoke about this, but we have a whole center around that, the Center for Global Youth Leadership and Social Entrepreneurial Studies. That is a big driver of that whole concept. So we have students here in the summer that come for three-week kind of boot camps. And that's what it's all about. It's start with your key seed of an idea. What is the problem you're trying to solve? What is the challenge? What's your personal story that's attached to it? And you have three weeks to bring that idea to fruition. And all throughout, we're bringing in speakers. Hopefully you one day will come in to impart some wisdom and knowledge to these kids as they're going through this three-week intensive journey. It's pretty amazing to watch that unfold. Well, Lord knows we need more social entrepreneurs out there and really the impact that you can have as a leader, whether it be through your business, a for-profit or nonprofit, through your influence in your home, your community has such a long sustaining impact. And the fact that you're teaching these skills so early for them to come out fully alive in that is going to be incredible. And I know you've had many great stories coming out of your school of students that have done amazing things in the world, not to diminish the value of any student that's gone through it, because each and every person has significance that's going through. And I just think it's wonderful what you're doing. So I guess I want to fast forward a little bit to your retirement, Dean, as you, this is maybe far down the line, but I, I want yeah. you to reflect back and think about as you look at your career and your legacy and the things that you've worked on at Brandon Hall and throughout your career, 
what do you hope most to have accomplished? Yeah, when I first had an inkling that you might be asking a question like this, I, I wanted to avoid it like a nest of hornets, right? Because <laughs> I, I don't want to sort of think about that day when retirement comes. But then I thought of that question a little bit deeper. And really what it comes down to, to me, is really simple. And that's the beauty of being in education. It's really the individual lives along the way that you're a part of, that maybe you touch, that you... Uh, people you connect with that the nice thing about schools is you you can do this at a young age and you can kind of see 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road with alumni and, and people you've known in former schools, what's become of them? You know, what happened to those ideas that they once had or the kid they once were, right? So it's less about legacy for me and more about personal connection, the people whose lives you have come in contact with. And were you able at some point to change their trajectory in a similar way, my mom changed mine that day or coaches have changed mine. And that's actually a question at the end of year, kind of one-on-one conversations I have with everyone on staff. I, I asked them to tell me a story about a moment in their life where either an event or a person changed the path they were on, either in a positive or a negative way, right? So that's what it's really about for me and what it will continue to be about. Well, let me offer you a, a word of affirmation that uh, count me fortunate to have oh, met you and to to have been edified by your experience and by your story and by your wisdom, Dean. It's been such a, a gift to have you on the show, and I feel like we could go on for longer. But I, I'd like if you could just kind of quickly summarize uh, Brandon Hall School, what it's all about. If people wanted to learn more and follow the school, follow your leadership, where would you direct them? Really, one of the best places is our website, brandonhall.org. But more than that, it's what you did, Jeff. Come out. Come out to this school. Come onto this 24-acre nature preserve we're on, on the river, and see it for yourself. Come look at the greenhouse that kids have created and the little mini farms and the projects they do. Come and be a speaker, right? Get involved. Shape a life. Change a trajectory. All those things you can, you know, you can do out there as one, your listeners. I've heard your show. They're amazing people. So that would be my kind of hope, my call to action and, and ways that you can get involved to come here and be a part of it. Amen. And, and it really is uh, just phenomenal. Uh, really pulling up like the scene from Harry Potter, the huge yeah. castle and the little drive down to the river and, and just thinking about what it means to be in existence there in a community yeah. that is really caring for one another and going to make a huge difference in this world. And so I highly encourage that level of support. We will be posting all of those resources on how to learn more online, certainly on our show notes at chatwithleaders.com. And Dean, again, I, I can't thank you enough for your gift of time and imparting your wisdom with us today. Always love speaking with you. Even better seeing you in person. So let's talk soon. Hey, this is Jeff Bond. And thank you so much for investing your time with us today. We'd be thrilled for you to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please also visit our LinkedIn page to join our leadership community by clicking follow. We're grateful for your engagement and for sharing the inspiration coming from our guests so we can add value to aspiring leaders in your network. Have a remarkable week and go be a leader worth following.